You're listening to What's New with Wired. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Wednesday, January 25th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about biometric surveillance, China, and control. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. Early last year, the government of Bangladesh began weighing an offer from an unnamed Chinese company to build a smart city on the Bay of Bengal with infrastructure enhanced by artificial intelligence. Construction of the high-tech metropolis has yet to begin, but if it proceeds, it may include face recognition software that can use public cameras to identify missing persons or track criminals in a crowd capabilities already standard in many Chinese cities. The project is among those that make China the world leader in exporting face recognition, according to a study by academics at Harvard and MIT published last week by the Brookings Institution, a prominent think tank. The report finds that Chinese companies lead the world in exporting face recognition, accounting for 201 export deals involving the technology, followed by U.S. firms with 128 deals. China also has a lead in AI generally, with 250 out of a total of 1,636 export deals involving some form of AI to 136 importing countries. The second biggest exporter was the U.S., with 215 AI deals. The report argues that these exports may enable other governments to perform more surveillance, potentially harming citizens' human rights. The fact that China is exporting to these countries may kind of flip them to become more autocratic, when in fact they could become more democratic, says Martin Baraja, an economist at MIT involved in the study whose work focuses on the relationship between new technologies like AI, government policies, and macroeconomics. Face recognition technology has numerous practical applications, including unlocking smartphones, providing authentication in apps, and finding friends in social media posts. The MIT Harvard researchers focused on deals involving so-called smart city technology, where face recognition is often deployed to enhance video surveillance. The research used information on global surveillance projects from the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace and data scraped from Chinese AI companies. In recent years, U.S. lawmakers and presidents have expressed concern that China is gaining an edge over the U.S. in AI technology. The report seems to offer hard evidence of one area where that shift has already occurred. It bolsters the case for why we need to be setting parameters around this type of technology, says Alexandra Seymour, an associate fellow at the Center for New American Security who studies the policy implications of AI. 
There is growing bipartisan interest in the U.S. in restricting Chinese technology worldwide. Under President Trump, the U.S. government imposed rules designed to restrict the use of Huawei's 5G technology in the U.S. and elsewhere and took aim at China's AI firms with a chip embargo. The Biden administration levied a more sweeping chip blockade that prevents Chinese companies accessing cutting-edge chips or semiconductor manufacturing technology, and has placed sanctions on Chinese providers of face recognition used to monitor Uyghur Muslims. Further efforts to limit the export of face recognition from China could perhaps take the form of sanctions on countries that import the technology, Seymour says. But she adds that the U.S. also needs to set an example to the rest of the world in terms of regulating the use of facial recognition. The fact that the U.S. is the world's second-largest exporter of face recognition technology risks undermining the idea, promoted by the U.S. government, that American technology naturally embodies values of freedom and democracy. Use of facial recognition is rising among U.S. police departments, and while some cities have placed restrictions on the use of the technology, there are no national standards restricting or limiting its use. Some U.S. companies, such as Clearview AI, have developed and are exporting face recognition tools that can connect a surveillance camera image of a person to their online identities, a use case that civil liberties groups argue invades citizens' privacy without legal justification. Seymour says the best way for the U.S. to counter China's success in exporting face recognition may be to regulate its use at home and to then offer alternatives to Chinese technology abroad. Having a conversation around values will help to shape some of the limitations that need to be set on these technologies, she says. But the prospects of the U.S. Congress agreeing on meaningful limits to the technology look slim. Chinese companies have come to dominate face recognition technology partly because of ties to government entities that can provide huge quantities of photos as well as significant funding for the technology's development. In a paper published in November 2021, Baraha and his co-authors argued that innovation in the development of face recognition AI can flourish in autocracies because of close alignment between the technology and government goals. Controlling the spread of unsavory uses of face recognition could be difficult, because the same technology can have many more benign uses. And David Yang, one of Baraha's co-authors and an economist at Harvard University, says recent U.S. moves to contain Chinese technology have focused more on preventing development of new capabilities, not limiting the transfer of existing ones. China has already developed a comprehensive suite of surveillance AI tech that it can sell, he says. The recent restrictions do nothing to change that. Seymour, of the Center for New American Security, says other emerging areas of AI could also be set to develop into powerful new surveillance tools whose proliferation should be carefully monitored. Face recognition was one of the first practical uses for AI to appear after vastly improved image processing algorithms using artificial neural networks surfaced in the early 2010s. She suggests the large language models that have caused excitement around clever conversational tools such as ChatGPT could follow a similar path, for example, by being adapted into more effective ways to censor web content or analyze communications. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, Twitter is now a megaphone for the most dangerous COVID disinformation. Checking in on Wired Science, a new law that allows drug makers to use alternatives to testing on animals. And on Wired Security, why T-Mobile's $150 million security plan isn't cutting it. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. 
Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from Wired.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.